Welcome to Sacred by Design, a podcast by women for women. Together, we'll explore issues like betrayal trauma, sexual brokenness, and more. It's time to connect your struggle to your story to God. Let's get started. Okay, to start this episode, I thought we could um, listen to some lyrics from a song that I have loved for myself, just to hear for myself, Mm. um, that touch on the topic that we're about to go into today. Okay. So, listener, I hope that you absorb this and let it wash over you and um, that you accept it. Mm -hmm. You've owned your past and how it's defined you. You've owned everything everybody else says. It's time to hear what your father has spoken. It's time to own your belovedness. Mm. He says, you're mine. I smiled when I made you. I find you beautiful in every way. My love for you is fierce and unending. I'll come to find you, whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. My beloved. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. And a great introduction to this topic of why do we reject ourselves? Why do we do that? And there's so many answers, and we all do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think we're on common ground, um, and so we want to talk about that today. You know, how is this affecting us? What does that even mean to reject yourself, and how do we do that, and how do we not do that? And I think, you know, it starts with that many of us believe that being a good Christian means that we focus totally on others mm-hmm. and that we ignore ourselves. You know, and so we've been told some really beautiful principles Lay down your life for a friend. Mm. That's beautiful. But we haven't been taught that healthy self-love and self-care is not self-centered. It is not selfish. And it gets further complicated when we're hurt as children. Mm -hmm. And we begin to believe that there's something flawed in us. Mm. And so we don't... um, understand how important it is for us to have compassion for ourselves when we do mess up. Yeah. And so ultimately we're no good to others. So this isn't this isn't just about like, oh, how do I love myself for my sake? How do we do that to honor God? But how do we do that? Because if we don't, we can't care for other people. Mm. We can't, we are no good to others if we don't care for ourselves. We are so, no good to others if we don't care for ourselves. Yeah. We have nothing to give. We have nothing. We have no resource of grounding, of, of an understanding of love. If we really don't love ourselves, it's, it's impossible to love other people. Mm-hmm. And along with that is we um, learn to forgive ourselves for our humanness. Mm. Right? We just talked about that earlier today. Right. That we are, are human beings with frailties, but we keep fighting it as if it isn't true. (laughs) So um, indirectly, we just, many of us learn that self-care and caring about ourselves is selfish and it just isn't true. So we want to really debunk that today. Mm -hmm. Um, What we end up doing is falling into patterns of self-rejection that create a lot of problems in our life. Mm -hmm. So we end up not loving ourselves as God intended. Mm -hmm. Like when he created us, he created us out of love for love. And, um, you know, I've dealt with this a lot in my own story, and it's definitely a theme with with clients that I work with. Um, So I'm hoping, we're hoping that this is a time of deep encouragement Mm -hmm. to each one, each 
woman who's listening, you know, that they're loved. They were created to receive love, to receive God's love, to give love. Um, and that each one of us has a unique presence here and that God wants to nurture each one of us and encourage us into wholeness and to, to really believe that you're, that you belong, that we belong and that we're enough mm. with all of our human frailties. So we want to talk about that. All of that. So we want to talk about that. (laughs) And I I love um, if we're recognizing and facing these frailties of ours, that we don't get stuck there. Yeah. Because that's where these patterns can really become uh, well-rooted into our systems. Get in touch with ourselves. mm -hmm. Forgive ourselves. Mm. Get in touch with, you know, our weaknesses, our shadow side. Mm -hmm. Understand that's a part of being human. Give it to God. And have compassion for ourselves. Yes. So, so both and that we talk about all the time. Okay, oh, loves her both and. <laughs> yeah. So where do we begin? Because we have to correct this idea that when we ignore ourselves, it's somehow spiritually mature. Yeah. But it's just yeah. not. Isn't that funny? It's really funny that we um, have that uh, misunderstanding. Because when we believe that, we don't posture ourselves to receive the powerful love of God. Oof. And and if we don't receive the powerful love of God, then we have nothing to go on. You know, a, a simple prayer that I've been praying for a long time in the morning, and I, um, I, I wanted to do this for years. I wanted to roll out of bed onto my knees for like 10 years, mm-hmm. and I never, never found a time to do it. And then suddenly it's become a habit. But I open my hands and I say, God, help me receive your love so that I can give it out to others. And so I think, you know, and, and I am still learning so much about what that really means to really receive it. But if we don't receive it, then we end up giving more than we're receiving. We're giving out of um, something we, haven't, we don't have. Mm-hmm. So um, we don't have a grounded, healthy sense of our worth if, if we don't receive his love. And we get burnt out, we get disappointed, mm-hmm. and we can even get sick, mm-hmm. you know, if we're giving, 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 and never receiving that really divine, powerful love. So we want to talk about how to receive God's love and His permission mm-hmm. to take good care of ourselves, and then from that place, mm-hmm. love others. Wow, those are real repercussions. We want to recognize that these unhealthy patterns cover the reality that we are that we are loving ourselves as God does. Yeah. And we won't change unless we recognize that these patterns are encouraging self-rejection. Yeah. And not self-care and self-love. Yeah. One of the most important things to get in touch with is to be aware of our thought life. Mm-hmm. You know, what we really believe mm-hmm. and think about ourselves. Thought, yeah. thought life is something that you have brought up before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that... Um, like, listen or write that down right now. Thought life. What, what is your thought life? That's a phrase that not many of us have heard. So how can we understand thought life? The power of our thinking, Dallas Willard, a mentor of mine through his book, said, what we fill our mind with, what we think about, um, what we read, what we, who we talk to, creates our thoughts. Our thoughts are what create our feelings. We don't have feelings apart from thoughts. Mm. What we think creates our feelings, our feelings, our behavior, and our behavior, our character. And so 
our thought life is very central mm-hmm. to how we live, how we feel, what we, how we behave. So getting in touch with our thought life and, and asking questions like this. Mm-hmm. Do you spend a lot of time comparing yourself to other people and how you fall short? If you're doing that, then you're telling yourself, you know, you're, you're thinking to yourself, I'm not enough. I'm not enough. Mm. Is it hard for you to feel like you're enough? Do you, think you're, do you think your thoughts about yourself are more patient or impatient? You know, I've caught myself going, oh, my gosh, kid, that was so stupid. And I, I'm like, what, did I, what am I saying to myself? What, how is that affecting my heart? Not just for myself, but if I'm telling that to myself, how's it going to come out sideways mm-hmm. to the people I'm around? Um, as you reflect on your thoughts, are you kind, kind to yourself? Mm-hmm. Or are you judgmental and harsh? Mm-hmm. You know, and I can be, a, I have a very active inner critic. Like, yeah. why'd you say that? Why didn't you do this? And it just creates all this instability and all this um, harsh talk that sets us up to be, to be um, reactive. Mm-hmm. Um, do you come down hard on yourself when you're not coping well or not doing the right thing all the time? Again, it's that human frailty. Oh, these are great questions. Yeah. Shoot. (laughs) So if we can be like, how am I talking to myself? Um, And would I talk like that to my friend? Would I talk that way to my children if I have them? We wouldn't. We so why do we do that to ourselves? Why are we, are we unkind to ourselves? And what effect is that having on us, on our spirit, on our psyche? Mm, these are good questions to write down and pray through. Yeah. And I feel like the inner critic is important. Not that you're eliminating it completely, but maybe take the megaphone. Yes. Uh, through these questions. Uh, don't let it be so loud or so harsh. Because there's a distinction here between rejection and understanding um, that I hope our listeners hear. Searching our hearts and asking God for ways that we are being mean-spirited or unloving is different. You're showing how it's different from listing reasons and ways to reject ourselves. Yeah. So one of the most effective ways to get in touch with all this belief system system stuff is to sit down with God Mm. and um, get in touch with the thoughts that are making you feel anxious or depressed. One of the best things that I know to do for myself when I start to feel my body go start to you know be anxious be depressed be i'm like god what am i thinking right now mm. and what's the truth and so if i'm thinking if i'm saying to myself oh gosh i just i'm i'm a terrible mother or i'm i'm never enough i i i'm i'm too i'm i'm never going to get well i'm never going to get over some of these things versus god saying to me um you're doing well you're doing good you're on the right path and so you switch out the narrative. What's the truth? The truth is, um, you know, it's not true that, I'm, that I, I never do anything right. Mm-hmm. The truth is mm-hmm. that God's with me and that um, I am making good choices most of the time. Mm-hmm. And you, whatever it is that God says to you, so you switch out the narrative. Yeah, it's helpful. It's really, really helpful. And only God knows. You don't know what God's going to say. You don't want to, like, put words in God's mouth. You really want to say... What am I thinking? And what's the truth? And have him tell you. Yeah. You have to back out of Mm -hmm. the conversation and let him speak. Yeah. Yeah. If you have something we should be talking about, let us know. Send us an email to podcast at regenerationministries.org. 
In the meantime, please be sure to review, rate, subscribe, and share. Back to the show. I almost, I feel like it could be a good exercise to write down the words thoughts, then Mm. feelings, behavior, and character. Mm. And then maybe plug in some of the specifics, you know, in related in relation to some of these questions of like, you know, whether it's a behavior or a pattern or an addiction and see where the root of it comes from mm-hmm. and what that language is. Yeah. And like you're saying, either make space for God to answer you with some truth or understand, okay, oh gosh, this was mean-spirited for myself. Well, how can I change that? And you know, that's what we do in coaching all the time is connect mm-hmm. those dots. Mm-hmm. Like something that's happening in our adult life, something things that are coming out sideways are connected to things that we began to believe as kids. And we've talked about that before. And so... This isn't just a one and done thing where we're like, oh, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, I'll change that up. It's a process Mm -hmm. over your whole life that you realize you have themes and patterns. And, um, you know, I'll never stop having, uh, needing to stop and say to God, oh gosh, I'm really feeling anxious right now. What am I thinking? What's the truth? Mm -hmm. That'll be something I'll do my whole life. Yeah. Hmm. And it's a process and to be patient. Those are good things to remember. Yeah. Hmm. So what are some, some, when you're, when I, (laughs) we are so used to talking to ourselves negatively with self-rejection, what are some opposing sentences or phrases that we can use? Well, I mean, I think, you know, some of the ways that we can um, open ourselves to God um, you know, we we can invite God into places of of pain, of loneliness, um, and then we can we we can receive healing and also um, some some new ways of thinking. And so, some ideas to, for that are to spend time with God and actually intentionally saying, "I'm going to spend time with God and I'm going to open myself to His love." I'm going to actually imagine that I'm sitting with God, sitting with Jesus, and and I'm vulnerable and I'm opening myself up. I mean, we're going to do this, some of that at the end is a prayer. When you're anxious or depressed, you know, you ask God, help me to be in touch with what this is and switch out the narrative. Mm -hmm. You practice gratitude Mm. and Mm -hmm. self-affirmation. Here's some ways you can affirm yourself because this is not, like, this is really very powerful, true affirmation. I am loved, I am accepted, I belong. God, you created me, and you love me. You never leave me, God, and you're always with me. There's nothing I can do to earn your love or to lose your love. You encourage me to love you and to love myself. You have given me power to love and to overcome. These are true statements. You know, and so we have to kind of um, go back sometimes, don't we, to do I believe that God is good? Mm. Do I believe that he says that he is who he says he is? I want to choose to believe that God so that when I say these affirmations that I really trust them and believe them. Wow. There's... um. Is it Jacob and Esau? No. Aaron. 
I'm going to ruin this. In the Old Testament. <laughs> it's okay. It's an Old Testament story and... Brothers. <laughs> Brothers in the Old Testament and... <laughs> oh my gosh, Andrea, come on. Okay, so there's these two brothers in the Old Testament, and one of them is out in the field working, and the other one is inside because he does not enjoy the field, so he's inside making a bowl of porridge. Mm. Um, and the one who's been working in the field comes in, and he's starving. Mm. And he's like, I, I just need food. I'm so hungry. And and the brother who's been cooking was like, well, if you want this bowl of red porridge, um, you have to sell me your inheritance. <laughs> you have to. Right. And I he, remember the story. Okay. What? what? <laughs> but the temptation mm. is so strong in that moment. He can see nothing but that porridge. The inheritance, the truth of who he is and what has been entitled, given, and gifted to him mm. means nothing. Nothing in mm. the light of that temptation. Mm. These statements, I am loved and accepted and I belong. God, you created me and you love me. You never leave me and God, you are always with me. Yeah. These in the moment of that temptation, re like you're saying at the very beginning of this, reposture yes. yourself to be able to say, Oh my gosh, but my yes. inheritance yes. is a lot more than than, than yeah. this temptation. Yeah. Because self-rejection can really just put yeah. get you stuck in a pit of absolutely. Mm. And in the moment, you might think, in order for me to believe all these things, I have to understand all the theological aspects of God. It's not true. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, can you um, trust that God is good Mm -hmm. and that He wants the best for you, that He's never going to leave you? All the other things you might go to that might complicate your ability to trust Him, narrow it down to, is He good? Mm -hmm. And is he with me? And that if we can keep it that simple and that powerful, sometimes we can receive these very true statements like, he is good and Mm -hmm. he does love me. He did create me out of love and for love. He will always be with me. Mm -hmm. He's never going to leave me. So there, you know, it's a... It's a process and a habit mm-hmm. and, a, and a heart change that happens over time. So we, we start where we are. We begin where we are, even if it feels awkward or not true. Mm-hmm. And, or not true. Because I think it's important to say that some days if mm-hmm. you are asking, is God good, you might feel like, no, he is just not. Yeah. I'm not sure I believe he's good. Yeah. And that's, and that's normal, understandable, and you can say it. Mm-hmm. And then you can be like, but I... But God, I want to believe you're good. Mm, mm-hmm. I do. I really want to. Mm-hmm. And somewhere inside of me, I think you, I believe you're good. But but there's a part of me that also questions it. And I'm going to be honest about that. Oh, honesty. Yeah. Yes. This is good. So Henry Nouwen, as I've quoted many times, because he's one of my favorites, um, he writes, over the years, I've come to realize that the greatest trap in our life is not success popularity, or power, but self-rejection. When we have come to believe in the voices that call us worthless and unlovable, then success, popularity, and power are easily perceived as attractive solutions. The real trap is self-rejection. As soon as someone criticizes me, as soon as I'm rejected, left alone, or abandoned, I find myself thinking, well, that proves again that I'm a nobody. Self-rejection is the greatest enemy of the spiritual life. That's a big statement. Mm Because it contradicts the sacred voice that calls us the beloved. I can so relate to as soon as someone criticizes me, as soon as I'm rejected, left alone, or abandoned, I'm just like, well, there, you know, there again, it proves I'm a nobody, I'm not lovable. So 
to go back to what's true, that the sacred voice calls us the beloved, that that's the truth, mm-hmm. you know, is, is, is just so inviting and beautiful and powerful. Mm. It is. Yeah. Oh, I, I was just going to say that that part that you read of self-rejection is the greatest enemy of the spiritual life because it contradicts the sacred voice that calls us the beloved. That calls us the beloved. So these women who are listening, for you who are listening, you beautiful beloved woman, mm-hmm. write it down. Mm-hmm. And maybe at the top of your journals, you explore ways you've rejected yourself, make space to hear that sacred voice. Um, I will link the quote from Henry Nouwen, um, these questions to journal through, the song, Belovedness. Great. Um, and I would love it if you could close us in prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We really can pray to release self-rejection in our life, you know, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So I would love to invite our listeners to pray with me right now. Lord, release me from being unloving to myself. Fill my heart with your love and affirmation and validation. Help me to value who I am who you made me to be, and help me choose to celebrate what you made. Help me to appreciate, affirm, and celebrate who I am. Help me to grow in loving and accepting myself. Help me to know that as I love myself through receiving your love, that that love will then get poured out to others. Help me, God, to embrace my humanness and to ask you to help me to continue to grow into who you created me to be day after day, week after week, year after year. Amen. That's a wrap. Time to stretch out your hands, take a deep breath, and actually release it this time. If we've touched on something that you want to go deeper with, check out our coaching page to set up an appointment with one of us. Head to our website at regenerationministries.org.